Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Els, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! All right, we just watched Uncut Gems. And Jill and I are joined by my friend Jacob. Hey, Welcome, what's Jacob. up? Hey. Hi. This is our second uh, remote episode. I think we've worked out most of the kinks, uh, along with I got a lot of uh, tips from Jacob, who's done um, some remote episode recording before. So he was very helpful in getting us up and running this time around. So thanks, Jacob, for that. Yeah, no problem. Trying to get things worked out on our end. It's I feel like each time we record, it's a... It's a kind of a new situation every time, trying to make sure that everything is, is set up correctly, but glad we're, we're doing it. Yeah. All right. Well, without further ado, on the count of three, we will give our one to 10 scores. Okay. One, two, three. Nine point five. Okay. This is a good, <laughs> this is like the perfect ingredients for a good episode. <laughs> So I had seen this movie in theaters um, several months back uh, and was, you know, I left the theater just kind of like, oh my gosh, that was a crazy experience and took a while to kind of come to my opinion. But now I feel like my opinion is pretty firmly in place, especially now that I've seen it a second time. It seemed like kind of a, I I knew not much going in. Um, I knew that it was an Adam Sandler movie. I knew that (laughs) he was a dramatic, he was a good dramatic portrayal in this movie and i knew from several people who'd seen the movie it was stressful that was uh-huh. it um and i knew it had to do with gems in some way but <laughs> so the title implies um but had you seen any memes because i feel like the memes were all over the place with this movie. i actually somehow did not or i just didn't realize what i saw when i saw it maybe okay. um so i had zero spoilers going in that's great Joe, um, what about you yeah just my did you initial have, like what did you know about this like going into it oh just the, your reaction from the movie so i knew very very little about the plot kind of like a general sense of what the plot was yeah. um and i remember your reaction just being like whoa that was really intense mm-hmm. um wow so that's kind of all i knew uh-huh. i think the my initial kind of take was everything it felt like there were 10 different audio tracks playing at once <laughs> like i was just constantly trying to intake the information and i i didn't put on subtitles but it felt like maybe i should have <laughs> yeah yeah um the kind of sound design and the scoring of the movie i feel like was just made me made my anxiety even higher it was i felt pretty engrossed in the movie um and just kind of wanted to to see everyone make out uh, in in a good way but it was definitely a wild ride i don't know jill what what was your What's your reasoning for the uh, lowest score? Yeah, it's so funny to hear you say that. I would say it's the complete opposite for me because I could give... I I have to keep it clean. I could care less about people making it out okay because they're all horrible people. Mm. So, like, I had no reason to root for anybody. I didn't like a single character except maybe the mom. Maybe. (laughs) 
Um, so it was really hard for me. It's, it's similar to, I think a little bit like why I don't like Mad Men. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm like one of the few in the world that doesn't. But um, I just, I got the sense really quickly that the main character is not a redeeming character. Um, there is no redeeming character. Yeah. So this is just going to be like, a movie about a lot of people just getting like deeper and deeper into like poor choices and, and, and like bad situations, which that's fine. And I think, I guess it can provide for some great acting opportunities. But other than that, I'm like, why tell that story? So that I would love to hear from you guys. Like why make that movie? Cause I, here's what I would say about, I was going to say, David's probably going to have the most, like, I've just insight I've because you've had, yeah, you've yeah. had a long time to think about it, yeah. and then you got to see it again, so. I think this movie is an allegory for capitalism. The first scene, I think, is really helpful in sort of getting you prepared for that, because it's showing people, like, oppressed people getting severely injured for the sake of some modest riches, um, which is this opal which they ultimately don't even get to fully appreciate. They're getting, you know, as as far as Adam Sandler's appraisal goes, they're getting one-tenth of what its ultimate worth is. And I think that Um, that was inflated as well. (laughs) Yeah, right. By whoever, you know, told him he just heard what he wanted to hear. Yeah. Um, So, and then I I think that the the movie's thesis is, and this is where the memes come in, that that line where he says, this is how I win, when he's talking to KG about, you win Mm -hmm. not just by three points, you want to win by 30 points. Like, it's not enough for you to just, like, barely edge out the competition. Like, winning is, like, just destroying the competition. And uh, that scene to me is just, like, capitalism doesn't work when everyone's just, like, doing okay. It only works when, like, the shareholders are, like, could not be happier. You, We are killing it. No one's even close to us. Like, capitalism requires greed. There's a class component there, obviously. There's, there's race mixed in there. I love mm-hmm. how they talk about... Uh, there's like a brotherhood, like Jews and blacks, like the, mm-hmm. they're drawing comparisons in that way of just like oppressed people who have like figured out ways to make the system work for them, um, even though it continues the cycle of violence, um, like trying to just like figure out how to make this broken system, you know, get get some wins out of it. Um, so I, I, like, I like basketball as an allegory for that. I think this movie is a very weird mm. allegory for, but I think it's consistently trying to even even though it's subtle, I think it's trying to say how you know people on Wall Street are making their money. <laughs> I I see that, and maybe this was intentional, but I kept wondering: were we going to see what happened in order to get the gem? Like it's implied that there's. I think he talks like almost about kind of stealing it from people. Like it's this very black market um, between the initial, the first opening scene um, to when he gets it, right? Like clearly there's, it's not very above board. There's something going on. And I thought we were maybe going to get like more information, more insight into that. I thought maybe when we were kind of go the final scene where they're zooming in and we're clearly kind of going through the jam. um, I thought we were going to come out on the other side (laughs) um in in ethiopia or something i thought we were going to see something else that was going to kind of clue us in on on more of the history there or something interesting Um, yeah i thought that those zoom-ins annoyed me a lot like the the bookends of the movie yeah Yeah. there's one in the middle too 
I was like, okay, so the one time in this movie that I was like, oh, I liked that <laughs> was right at the beginning. And the fact that it went from like going into this gem, this like thing that, you know, we all have culturally just established as like super valuable and super beautiful and coming out into his intestines. Mm-hmm. I loved. So g- fantastic. <laughs> I was like, I'm sure I will like that's going to be a really fun juicy thing to be like ah like i you know that's fun how they did that and i get that now looking back on it now that i've seen the movie um and then that's it for me and then it all went downhill for the next <laughs> 2 hours yep absolutely but like that moment i thought was great the other like we're going into the gem or like we're going into the the blood hole blood hole you know the blood hole <laughs> the gunshot wound And then just going into, like, psychedelic land, I just, I feel like, I don't know. This is is me just also just not enjoying this movie as much as others. So, um, to me, it just felt like, oh, let's add, like, an artistic thing. (laughs) And then everyone was like, oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that looks cool. Uh And then they were like, credits. I don't know. I I found it a little annoying. I can appreciate that note of just, like, maybe it didn't belong in this movie. Unless you're going to do something with it. Uh-huh. Like, we go in, but we exit another way, you uh-huh. know, or, like, we find ourselves in this different place. I think that's a great technique. I don't, uh, like a storytelling uh, device? Yeah, device. Thank sure. you. Yeah. Um, but they didn't... I feel like they, they did it once, and then the other two was just kind of like, yeah, let's do that thing again. Uh-huh. That's all. I felt so a little, I guess kind of like similarly. you, Jake, like... What about the end? Like, why Why are you doing it at the end? I'm excited to see, like, where we're going to emerge. And it was, like, no, no, nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I was... I mean, I felt like... I think that some of the takeaways I got were... Or, or what I was left with this things happened so rapidly um, throughout the whole movie. Um, and then especially at the end, like, everything's just... It's, it's one, like, event after the other. Um, so, yeah, I was kind of waiting for the end to see okay, like, what are they going to say about all of this? Like, what's going to be kind of the outcome? Um, and that's what I was kind of hoping to see from that final scene. Um, but yeah, I feel like I was left hanging a little bit um, with that as well, for sure. Uh-huh. I kind of, in it, if you just look at it without the subtext of um, trying to take down capitalism, I don't think he has any happy ending that isn't just going out yeah. on a high oh my gosh i hate to say it but i was like relieved when he died yeah i was like, like oh, oh he, thank goodness on the, on the peak of his like crazy bet that won he he got to be snuffed out because the other crazy bet that he won he didn't actually right. so i was just like oh <laughs> there like, was I no real or, yeah yeah, th- yeah. there's never really gonna be a good out for him yeah. never um because so, okay. every situation that comes along he's just uh, maybe let's do this instead. We can resolve right. this, but <laughs> right. actually, let's not do that. Right. Um, in your capitalism theory, mm-hmm. what is the, his girlfriend, Jules? Like, what does she? That's a good question. Represent? Because um, she like is the only one who like. I makes would say out. That she's like <laughs> unwittingly. She, she's but... like so. You know when people talk about the American dream? Yeah. And they say like you know like my. My dad came to this country with three pennies in his pocket, uh-huh. and look, I've made a uh, you know em- empire. Yeah. Those people are like the exception to the rule. Yeah, yeah. that is okay. not 
how America actually works. Uh-huh. And that it's like you hear those stories and assume that's how America works. And you're works. glad for them. But yeah. yeah okay. So she got really lucky and we're glad for her because she's sure. kind of a sympathetic character. Sure. Like I think that's sort of like the like don't don't be too depressed at the end of this movie. At least Jules got some money. Nope, I'm depressed. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid she's gonna get shot. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, know. Who knows? Right. How long is she gonna make it? Yeah. Um, I wanted to say uh, kind of dark detail. So at the beginning, you know, we come, we zoom out, and he's getting a colon exam, or mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, like I think a, a seasoned movie watcher is like, well, he's going to get a, a bad diagnosis in the third act. It's going right. like, to it's going <laughs> to wreck right. his day. It's like no, every every other thing that could have gone wrong goes wrong, but the colonoscopy turned out actually like a plus, great great it's colon. Like everything's a gamble, <laughs> right? So it turns the expectation of like um, the third act twist on its head, I think, which is, I, I just think that's kind of a, a cutesy um, screenwriting thing that maybe, maybe chills like, ah, I hate this movie more now. <laughs> no, I actually liked that moment, not because it was like a flipped expectation, but because it was like, that's not really what he's putting his right. time and attention Yeah, he wasn't into. even thinking about it. <laughs> like, he wasn't thinking about it at all. And, like, yeah. once the doctor called, he was kind of like, oh, gosh, yeah, wait, sorry, tell me the, you know, but, uh-huh. like, all this other stuff is going on around him. Yeah. And I think he would have very quick. like, let's say he, like, it almost to me was like, it doesn't matter what the doctor says. Yeah. If he has colon cancer or not, he's going to just continue doing what he's doing. Right. And, and it's going to be his demise either way. Probably yeah. before the colon cancer gets him. <laughs> I, I agree, because it felt like the entire movie he was just on a train, um, and he nev- like yeah. there was no looking back for him. He would pawn this ring, and then I would be like, I was thinking, you need to go get that back. Um, you need to go do these things. Like You have these debts to pay. When are you going to do it? And there's just never a resolution. He just keeps going, and the, the stakes get higher, I guess, as he goes along. So... Um, that just felt like another thing where it was just, he was never really going to look back on it. I agree. Like, I think if he was diagnosed, um, if he was positive for, for, for colon cancer, it wasn't really going to affect him. He was going to just keep doing what he was doing yeah. um, mm. and, and, and keep going. I don't think there was any real looking back for him and trying to figure out, well, how do I actually solve this or, or deal with this situation? Right. It was almost like daring daring the audience in that moment to be like, Oh, are you going to feel bad for him if he has cancer? <laughs> are you? Oh, because he doesn't. So don't even. Like, don't start feeling bad for him yeah, at literally all. Literally everything <laughs> that has happened has been his own doing. <laughs> yeah. I just, I think it's really cool to design a movie around real games that have happened in history. And, like, you, you like, in the screenplay, know exactly what a certain scene's going to look like because it's happened already in history. And you... Right. I'm curious, has... Kevin Garnett like talked at all about this or like why he, he accepted this because he runs the risk of like people coming away from this not thinking very deeply uh, being like ooh I didn't realize he was such a like you know, shallow yeah. like obviously this is like com- fictional yeah but you know I think whenever you do something like that you're you're like adding to your identity yeah, absolutely you know public identity so I'm really curious I don't know the answer to why he did it. Um, maybe other than just that, like plenty of, uh, pro athletes have tried acting. And yeah, sure. Yeah, there were a lot of, uh, people in this movie that played themselves. Yeah. Uh, but I do know as far as like his like reactions afterwards, like when he's been interviewed, he says, 
I won't ever act again. That was one of the most stressful things I've ever done. <laughs> I was terrified I was going to get the lines wrong, and I did not feel comfortable like uh-huh. in front of the cameras, uh-huh, uh-huh. which is so funny. You know, look at how much pressure he's under on the court, and then he's just like, "Oh, and he did great." Yeah, I think yeah, he was really. So I'm really just, good. I thought he was good. Yeah. I'm just surprised. Like, I'm I'm curious if they had to approach like different. You know, because I feel like you can't write this script until you have yeah. Their the PR player. guy had to get so it's yeah. like. Did they did they like before even writing the script have to like right. make sure they had a pro play like did they did they consider multiple players I kind of doubt it because his last name is Garnett which is the I know a, a I stone. know you know it's like right. how could you you know so did they just pay him bajillion dollars I don't know. I love the monologue that his wife gives him when she's like you are the most annoying person <laughs> I've ever met and I'm like yeah. Uh-huh. Agreed. So, so Adam Sandler's performance didn't endear you at all to him? No. Endear me? No. Am I impressed with his impor- performance? Yes. Uh-huh. I think he did a great job playing a like, horrifying man. Uh-huh. But no. no. <laughs> I never, like, I would have maybe started to like him if I saw him wanting to stop or wanting something else okay. or wanting, I see. Yeah. wanting I, I, something, but like nothing. Like he doesn't even care about his kids. Uh-huh. Like he's, he can't even pretend to care about his kids. Right. You know, like, yeah, he was, he was presented nothing. with a lot of opportunities to, to do that as well. And, yeah. uh, yeah. it, at every turn he takes the, oh, at every folk, he takes the wrong turn, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like the anti-Job. Oh, sure. Like, I was thinking, like, if it was the story of the, Job, the I'd be stressing character. out the whole time yeah. and hating it and, like, oh, this is awful. But he's, like, the worst person ever uh-huh. going th- and, like, losing everything. And then it's like, mm, yeah. okay. Uh, maybe what I was trying to, like, think of things to do with Parasite in it is a lot of the thoughts I had in that movie and a lot of thoughts I have in, in a lot of movies where they are... Uh, doing something criminal or doing something where they need they have some debt they need to pay or something like that mm-hmm. um when they get you know they can accomplish what they need to accomplish and i'm like just stop like you've reached <laughs> you've done what you need to do there's no reason to like double down on it but yeah. they consist he consistently does it and so i think like that engaged me it was definitely frustrating um but i find myself um, intrigued by those movies, I think, and, and those types of characters. Yeah, I think you and I probably more than Jill can appreciate like an anti-hero, which like Mad Men definitely has like anti-hero mm-hmm. um, kind of story. Although Jill liked Parasite. Loved it. Yeah. Can't can't paint Jill too broadly. Yeah, you better not paint me broadly. <laughs> Well, yeah, let's talk more about stat rats. It's, it's intense conversations on meaningless questions. Yeah, I love that. Um, I mean, I tried to just introduce it with the initial... The whole thing was birthed out of the question. I, I don't know how I got there, but I wanted to know if there were more rats in New York City or more, or more turkeys eaten in the U.S. on Thanksgiving. And oh, right. <laughs> I, I just researched that, and then I would just ask anyone that would listen to me. Um, hey, what do you think? And then have discussions about it. Um, and I felt like I had good discussions. So kept doing that and then decided I was kind of thinking about doing a podcast. I don't know. I think <laughs> maybe I'm self-obsessed and, and think that uh, my conversations are interesting enough. Um, 
but yeah, we uh, basically just do that. So we guess at all types of different numbers. Um, we just hit one year. Um, this coming Tuesday will be Congratulations. 27. Thank you. Um, and so for this episode, we created our own, st- oh, I created our own stat. Um, <laughs> so you, you can check it out. We basically, my friend asked me how many cans of whipped cream um, do you need to draw a line of whipped cream from the earth to the moon? Ooh, interesting. And so I bought a bunch of cans of whipped cream and tried to figure out how <laughs> how far is one can of whipped cream and then extrapolate from that. I made a video about it too, so it'll be on TikTok. But, uh, I'm, ve- nice. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a delicious experiment because you can't it just was, let that go to waste. It was a lot of waste though, I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> it was Three cans of whipped cream is, is a lot and it wasn't something I was looking to consume too much of on, on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> Mid quarantine, or, or on a Sunday. Yeah. Well, as as far as your, <laughs> I like um, that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we should reevaluate our scores. Yeah. Um. So I was a nine point five. Jill, you were a four. Mm-hmm. Jacob, you were an eight, right? Yep. I mean, I I think that I might shift up to like eight point five. I I don't know. I don't feel like. Jill, I definitely get what you are saying about it being, um, you know, no redeeming characters. Um, you know, <laughs> everyone is pretty much terrible in it. Um, but I did enjoy it. I think that, like, mm-hmm. I, I, I like a movie if I think it engrosses me and, like, draws me in a lot. Um, and I think that the comparison to capitalism is something I'll probably think about a lot as well. Um, so I could move to an 8.5. I don't think I would go as far as a 9, though. Um, maybe in, in a couple of weeks, once I've had a little bit more time to kind of sit with it. Um, but, uh, I, I think I kind of doubt it. Yeah. And it's on Netflix, so you can watch it like every day. <laughs> <laughs> Just get your like adrenaline boost. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll stay up, watch. It'll be the first thing I do in the morning before work. It's, it'll be how I get up in the mornings now. <laughs> so here's, this is a complicated rescore for me. Okay. I feel like, as I was talking about it, that it didn't even deserve a four. <laughs> so I'm feeling like, no. Like, I'll give it a three. Uh-huh. But I really do like the capitalism analogy. Okay. So I really appreciate that. And I can appreciate that that adds, like, a really interesting layer on top of the script writing. Like, that the script writing was, like, weaving those two things together. And I'm sure if I watched it with, like, my analytical cap on, then I would, like, looking for that kind of stuff, I would get a lot out of that. So that I will bump up to 0.5. So now my score is a 3.5. Okay. <laughs> okay. So like it went back, but then like up a little bit. That's really funny. So yeah. So I think for me, a lot of it just boils down to like, clearly this is a hugely popular movie that people really loved. Um, a lot of people hated it. You're not alone. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. I've never I really heard, heard good anybody stuff. hating it. Yeah. I've oh, that's good. good stuff. Um, I think it just depends on the circles you run in. Um, all right. Well, thank you, Jacob. And, uh, I'm I'm curious to hear um, as you unwind from this experience in the future how this like how this movie sits with you because it, it, so, it totally changed for me. Okay, yeah. great. All right, have a good night. Don't stay up too late. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll get to bed soon. Thanks, guys. <laughs> okay, Bye. see ya. See ya.